Hey all, thanks for tuning in to You Had Me at Black. Today we'll hear from Dara from Philly, who wakes up one day in paralyzing pain, only to will herself out of her doctor's diagnosis. Stay tuned to hear her story. I want you to breathe all this in. This is You Had Me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories. So, as with all my stories, it starts with me waking up, sun shining, because I live in San Francisco, and that's one of the nice things. For some reason, I had slept so hard that I fell asleep on my stomach, which I never do. And as I was stretching, getting ready to get out of bed, a flash of pain attacked my body from the top of my head down to the tip of my toes, coming to a center in the the middle of my back. And I collapsed back down. And I screamed. I guess I should admit that. I screamed (laughs) and I scared my dog and he was nervous. I got nervous myself because my face was in the pillow and I couldn't lift my head up because it hurt too badly every time I moved my head. So I was suffocating a little bit and I had two thoughts in rapid succession. The first was, oh, I'm not going to be able to do the docket for the podcast that I produce every day. So I used my little finger and my phone that happened to be right there to text them like, Hey guys, I can't move. So I don't think I can do the docket. (laughs) I definitely can't record the show, but I don't think I can do the docket. Just wanted to let you know, which in retrospect, they say is a crazy thing to do. But, you know, I have responsibilities and just because I'm paralyzed doesn't mean that I'm just going (laughs) to drop the ball. So that was the first thought. Got to make sure somebody takes care of the docket. And the second thought was, man, I am so single. There is nobody here, (laughs) nobody in the world who would know beyond like a couple of days that something has happened to me. I am alone in San Francisco. Usually that doesn't bother me. But at that moment, I was like, I am really left to my own devices here and I cannot move. I started getting emotional because of that, also because of the incredible amount of pain that I was in. So I was like crying a little bit, but then I couldn't cry because it hurt too badly to cry. Obviously, the next step is trying to get myself out of the bed. I tried to move like an inch, a centimeter, my finger, my pinky a little bit. Nothing was working. What I ended up having to do was to throw my legs off to the side of the bed. Like, when people say thick thighs save lives, this is (laughs) an actual example of, thank God, these legs were heavy enough to pull me off onto the floor. So at this point, I've made progress. I'm no longer suffocating, which is great. Still can't breathe great because it hurts so much. And then it also turns out I can't stand up. So I'm folded over at the waist with my head hanging down and my long braids brushing against the floor. And I'm thinking, this is why you sweep (laughs) when you can move, because now there's dust bunnies and things caught up in my hair. And the only thing that I want to do is I want to get some medicine, right? 
The problem is my medicine, of course, is in a cabinet above my oven and stove. So I can't get to it doubled at the waist. So I kind of shuffle myself out of my bedroom, through the living room, into the kitchen with my dog at my heels looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I spend, I kid you not, an hour and a half unfolding myself so that I can reach up and grab the medicine, which I do. A couple of times in the interim, I did look at my dog and maybe curse him a little bit for being so useless. Not his fault. He's 10 pounds. But I I was like, why can't you jump up and get this medicine from me? What do I feed you every day for? (laughs) But I, I got the medicine, you know, got it into me, got on the phone with my chiropractor because I have an existing back injury. So I have like standing appointment with her. She asked me to come in. I laid out on the table, still like hitching in breath, not able to breathe really well, in a whole lot of pain. And she, you know, lightly digs around a bit and says, so I think what's happened is you have dislocated your rib, which, yeah, exactly. Who even knew that that was a thing that you could do? I didn't even know that you could do that, but like she said, it had popped out from where it was supposed to connect to my spine, which sounds horrific yeah. and scary. She said, yeah, usually it happens to people who are much older. I guess that's what's going on here. It's like, well, that's got to make you feel good. I'm in my late 20s, and I'm throwing up my back like I'm 62. <laughs> Great. This really bodes well for my old age, especially. <laughs> She just tells me, keep taking the medicine, put ice on it, like take it slow. And I do for about a week. And after that week, I'm still in a lot of pain. I mean, at this point, I can cry if I want to, but I can't do much else. So I go back to her and I say, what's going on? Like, is this thing going to pop back in? She was like, yeah, this isn't really presenting like I would expect from a dislocated rib. Has anyone ever asked you if you might have fibromyalgia, which is basically a diagnosis that they give people when they have no idea what's wrong with them. It's like your nerve ending is just firing for no reason. And I looked at her and I thought back about my existing back injury, all of the other injuries I sustained over almost 20 years of running track, all my like depression and anxiety and all the things that I have to keep up to keep this Frankenstein monster of a body together. And I looked at her and I said, no, thank you. (laughs) She's like, "Uh, what? It's like, no, no, um, I'm good on illnesses for now. So thank you so much. But I'm going to respectfully decline this one. So as of right now, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I have healed myself through sheer force of will. The only thing I do know is I do not have fibromyalgia because I decided. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like go on record and be like, if you're just positive, then you'll never be sick again, because that's like bullshit and right. like too sunny for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I live to fight another day, and hopefully the next time the fight, you know, I have somebody in my corner. It's not just me and the dog. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, visit youadmeatblack.com slash review to leave a review and subscribe.